caviar.com. Treat yourself to a tasting at home, introducing Petite Caviar 101, caviar, truffles, and more. Providing the world's best caviar for over 30 years, sustainable caviar, seasonal delights, boutique, grocery, family-owned and operated, provide, prove to supply the highest quality caviar available for over 30 years, 100% sustainable caviar, Israeli oyster, Belgian oyster, Idaho white sturgeon, Siberian sturgeon, Paddlefish, Ikea, National Overnight Shipping, Guaranteed National Next Day Overnight Shipping, Tuesday through Saturday, Same Day Local Pickup, Local Pickup and Curbside for Seattle, Ready Within Two Hours, Monday through Saturday, Next Day Local Delivery, Guaranteed Next Day Local Delivery for Seattle, Monday through Friday, Shop Grocery for such items like Bellwether Farms, Cream, Fresh, Betsy's Blink, Gluten-Free, Betsy's Blink, Black Truffle Butter, or Black Truffle Butter, White Truffle Oil, La Brugula, Yellowfin, Fina, Belly, and Olive Oil, Russell's Original Spice Blend, Truffle Salt, Shop for Hosting and Wares, such as Mother of Pearl Caviar Spoon, Mother of Pearl Spoon with Blue Handle, Great Barrier Reef Petite Spoon with Pointed Tip, Brown Mother Pearl Palette, Caviar Presentoir with Sterling Band, Petite Mother Pearl Caviar Spoon, St. Hilaire Modern Caviar Presentoir, Fructus Saturn Silver Flated Caviar Cup, and great homemade recipes and more like Mink, Mink, Mink Potato Rusty with Caviar and cream fresh, deviled quail eggs with caviar, blink with buckwheat. Bottlebeat.com, an easier way to study hard. Ask a question, you have homework questions, and Bottlebeat subject matter experts have answers. Ask away, most questions are answered in as fast as 30 minutes, and you'll be notified by email when your answer is ready. Find a solution, proofread your paper. Bartleby experts will look over your paper with their advanced grammar and spell checkers. Bartleby Learn access step-by-step solutions to millions of textbook problems, a searchable database of solutions to homework questions, and subject matter experts on standby 24-7 when you're stuck. Bartleby Write. Write better right now. Scan for accidental plagiarism, check spelling and grammar, and format citations correctly so you can spend less time writing and get the grade you want. Bartleby Tutor, 24-7 online tutoring service, gives you a personalized instruction you want and the flexibility you demand. With convenient options, you can find the best fit for your lifestyle and study habits. Bartleby Learn, search, solve, succeed. Study smarter with access to millions of step-by-step textbook solutions, a searchable digital database of homework solutions, and subject matter experts on standby 24-7 to provide homework help when you need it. Subscribe and your first week is $4.99. After your first week, subscription auto-renews monthly to $9.99 USD or the then-monthly current fee for Cancel anytime. Winning lineup of student tools. Textbook solutions. Millions of step-by-step solutions with thousands added daily in 30 subjects. Expert Q&A. Ask the experts your most 
troublesome homework or study questions anytime and receive a detailed solution in as fast as 30 minutes. 24-7 homework help. Part of the subject matter experts month, many with advanced degrees are always on standby to ease your concerns and get you back on track. Solution database. Homework solutions are easily searchable and constantly updated quickly. Find what you need to save it later and access from a mobile device. Try it today. Study on the go. Problem solved. Maximize your study time and get homework help anytime, anywhere with Bartleby app. Ask or snap a homework questions, search textbook solutions, and get answer notifications right from your device. Download on the App Store or Google Play today. Bartleby Write. Compose with confidence. Quit starting Quit staring at a blinking cursor. Easier essay composition is right here with your new favorite pleasures and grammar checker. Their one all-in-one writing help tool is designed to reduce mistakes, improve writing habits, and transform okay essays into stellar ones. So you can submit your paper with confidence, all for only $9.99 a month. Try Bridal Be Right. 24-7 Personal Writing Tutor. Plagiarism checker, Bottery will help you catch missing quotations, accidental copy text, and other mistakes, giving you supreme confidence in your original work. Grammar and spell checker, author your own success story with writing help to eliminate mistakes, early scoring, Bartleby's advanced algorithm science, scans your paper and compares it to thousands of simpler papers to produce a score before you can turn it in. Citation assistance, whether it's MLA grammar checks or APA assistance, citing source with in a cinch, try it today. Bartleby Tutor, one-on-one -on -one tutoring on your schedule, whether it's a one-time question or a homework problem that needs a private study session. Solution, Bartleby's got you. They're a team of live tutors and are, are available 24-7. Get started today with a free 15-minute session on them. Find a tutor. Get a tutor at your computer. All tutoring sessions occur in real time via messaging or audio for easy collaboration on homework help, textbook solutions, and more. 24-7 availability. Tutors are on demand day or night and can accommodate your school and life balance when you're ready to study. So is Bartleby. Flexible options. Don't pay for tutoring time. You won't use by 30, 60, 120 minute increments. Whichever best fits your skin needs, didn't use all your minutes, roll them over to another session. Many subjects, tutors are available in over 20 subjects. Bartleby experts will help make sense of your toughest concepts in engineering, math, physics, business, and more. Find a tutor ready to get started. Sign up for 24-7 homework help now. Good morning. Here is chap Chapter 6 of Laura Ingalls Wilder's Farmer Boy titled Filling the Ice House. The weather was so cold that the snow was like sand underfoot. A little water thrown into the air came down as tiny balls of ice. Even on the south side of the house at noon, the snow did not soften. This was perfect weather for cutting ice because when the blocks were lifted in front of the pond, no water would drip. It would instantly freeze. The sun was rising and all the eastern slopes of the soldiers were rosy in its light when all monsters struggled, snuggled under the fur rows between Father and Royal and the bug, big bobsled, and they set out to the pond on Trout River. The horses trotted briskly, shaking jingles from their bells, their breasts steamed from their nostrils, and the bobsleds rose squeaked on the hard snow. The cold air crickled inside Alonzo's tingling nose, but every minute the sun shone more brightly, striking tiny 
glitters of red and green light from the snow, and all through the woods there were sparkles of sharp white lights and icicles. It was a mile to the pond in the woods, and once Father got out to put his hands over the horses' noses, their breasts had frozen their, over their nostrils, making it hard for them to breathe. Father's hands melted the frost, and they went on briskly. French Joe and Lazy John were waiting on the pond when the bobsled drove up. They were Frenchmen who lived in little log houses in the woods. They had no farms. They hunted and trapped and fished. They sang and joked and danced, and they drank red wine instead of cider. When Father needed a hired hand man, they worked for him, and he paid them with salt pork from the Brownstown cellar. They stood on the snowy pond in their tall boots and plaid jackets and fur caps with fur earmuffs, and the, and the frost of their breasts uh, was on their long mustaches. Each had an axe on his shoulder, and they carried a cross-cut saws. A cross-cut saw was has a long, narrow blade with a wooden handle. Handle with wooden handles at the ends. Two men must pull it back and forth across the edge of whatever they saw. What whatever they want to saw in two, but they could not saw ice that way because the ice was solid underfoot, like a floor. It had no edge to saw across. When Father saw them, he laughed and called out, "You flipped that penny yet?" Everybody laughed, but Manzo he did not know he did not know the joke. So French Joe told him, "Once two Irishmen were sent out to saw ice." With a cross-cut saw. They had never sawed ice before. They looked at the ice and looked at the saw, saw till at last Pat took a penny out of his pocket and, he's, and he says, says he, Now, Jimmy, be fair. Heads and tails. Who goes below? Then Almanza laughed to think of anyone going down into the dark, cold water under the ice so to pull one end of the cross-cut saw. It was funny that there were people who didn't know how to saw ice. He trudged with the others across the ice, to the middle of the pond, a sharp wind blew there, driving wisps of snow before it. Above the deep water, and ice, deep water, the ice was smooth and dark, swept almost bare of snow. Amanza washed while Joe and John chopped a big three-cornered hole in it. They lifted out the broken pieces of ice and carried them away, leaving the hole full of open water. She's about twenty inches thick, Lazy John said. Then saw the ice twenty inches, said Father. Then saw the ice twenty inches," said Father. Lazy John and French Joe knelt the edge of knelt at the edge of the hole. They lowered their crosscut saws into the water and began to saw. Nobody pulled the ends of the saws under the water. Side by side, they sawed two straight cracks through the ice, twenty inches apart and twenty feet long. Then, with the axe, John broke the ice across, and a slab twenty inches wide, twenty inches thick, and twenty feet long rose with little and floated free. With a pull, John pushed the slab toward the three-cornered hole, and as the end was thrust out, crackling the thin ice freezing on the water, Joe sawed off twenty-inch lengths of it. Father picked up the cubes with the big iron ice tongs and loaded them into the bobsleds. Amonza ran to the edge of the hole, watching the saw. Suddenly, right on the very edge, he slipped. He felt himself falling headlong into the dark water. His hands couldn't catch hold of anything. He knew he would sink and be drawn under the solid ice. The swift current would pull him under the ice, where nobody could find him. He drowned, held down by the ice in the dark. French took grabbed him just in time. He heard a shout and felt a rough hand jerk him by one leg. He felt a terrific crash, and then he was lying on his stomach on the good solid ice. He got up on his feet. Father was coming running. Father stood over him, big and terrible. You ought to have the worst whipping of your life, Father said. Yes, Father, Amonzo whispered. He knew it. He knew he would. He should have been more careful.
A boy nine years old is too big to do foolish things because he doesn't stop to think. A monster knew that, and he felt ashamed. He shrank up small inside his clothes, and his legs shivered, afraid of the whipping. Father's whippings hurt, but he knew he deserved to be whipped. The whip was on the bobsled. I won't thrash you this time, Father decided, but see to it you stay away from that edge. Yes, Father, Amonzo whispered. He went away from the hole and did not go near it again. Father finished loading the bobsled, then he spread the lap, top, lap robes on top of the ice, and the monster rode with, on them with Father and Royal back to the ice house near the barns. The ice house was built of boards with wide cracks between. It was set high from their ground on wooden blocks and looked like a big cage. Only the floor of the roof were solid. On the floor was a huge mound of sawdust which Father had hauled from the lumber mill. With a shovel, fa Father spread the sawdust three inches thick on the floor. On this, he laid the cues of ice three inches apart. Then he drove back to the pond, and Amonzo went to work with Oral in the ice house. They filled every crack between the cubes and, with sawdust and tamped it down tightly with sticks. Then they shoveled the whole mound of sawdust on top of the ice in a corner, and where it had been, they covered the floor with cubes of ice and packed them in sawdust. They were covered with... They were covered... Then they covered it all with sawdust three inches thick. They worked as fast as they could, but before they finished, Father came in with another load of ice. He laid down another layer of ice cubes three inches apart and drove away, leaving them to fill every crevice tightly with sawdust and spread sawdust over the top and shovel the rest of the amount of sawdust up again. They worked so hard that the exercise kept them warm, but long before noon, La Monzo was hungrier than wolves. He couldn't stop work long enough to run into the house for a donut. All of his middle was hollow with a gnawing inside it. He knelt on the ice, pushing sawdust into the mount cracks with his mittened hands and pounding it down with a stick as fast as he could. And he asked Royal, What would you like best to eat? They talked about spare ribs and turkey with dressing and baked beans and crackling cornbread and other good things. But Amonzo said that he liked, said that he, that what he liked most in the world was fried apples and onions. When at last they went into dinner, there on the table was a big dish of them. Mother knew he, what he liked best, and she had cooked it for him. Amonzo ate four large helpers of apples and onions fried together. He ate roast beef and brown gravy and mashed potatoes and cream carrots and boiled turnips and countless slices of buttered bread with crab apple jelly. It takes a great deal to feed a growing boy, Mother said, and she put a thick slice of bird's nest pudding on his bare plate and handed him the pitcher of sweetened cream speckled with nutmeg. Amonzo poured the heavy cream over the apples nested in fluffy crust, the syrupy brown juice curled up around the edges of the cream. Amonzo took up a spoon and ate every bit. Then, until chore time, he and Royal worked in the ice house. All next day, they worked, and all the next day, just as dusk on the third day, Father helped them spread the last layer of sawdust over the topmost cubes of ice in the peak of the ice house roof, and that job was done. Buried in sawdust, the blocks of ice would not melt in the hottest summer weather. One at a time, they, spread, they would be dug out, and Mother would make ice cream and lemonade and cold eggnog. Thank you for listening to this sixth chapter of Laurel Eagles Wildest Farmer Boy titled Filling the Ice House. Stay safe out there. Have a good week. And thank you for listening.